The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Jesus said, Hear another parable. There was a master of a house who planted a vineyard and put a fence around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and leased it to tenants and went into another country. When the season for fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit. And the tenants took his servants and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did the same to them. Finally, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. When therefore the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will put those wretches to a miserable death and let out the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the fruits of their seasons. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing its fruits. And the one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and when it falls on anyone, it will crush him. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he was speaking about them. And although they were seeking to arrest him, they feared the crowds because they held him to be a prophet. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. Trust. It's the verb that would have prevented all the problems in the gospel for today. A very, very rich master plants a vineyard, puts up a fence, digs a wine press, and builds a tower. A tremendous investment on his part. All that is left to do is tend and keep. Tend and keep. He hires wine growers, professionals, to tend and keep. Not your run-of-the-mill, side-job, fly-by-night servants. No, professionals. The master loves his vineyard and wants it to be loved and cared for. The master trusts them. And the master trusts that his tenants will trust him back. He trusts that they will see all the work that he has put into the vineyard that he prepared for them and that they'll flourish. They didn't plant the vineyard, put up the fence, dig the wine press, or build the tower. It was there when they got there. The master had done it all. 
done it all. Their work, tend and keep. Certainly it's not easy work, but it's rewarding work. The workers were meant to prune, fertilize, harvest, press grapes, store, ferment, and produce wine. But somewhere down the line, things changed. We don't know whether they worked or not, or produced fruit or not, or if the wine was any good. We don't even know if there were even grapes growing in this story. We do know that the master lost his trust in them, and they lost their trust that they once had in their master. The master, presuming that his beautiful vineyard had produced, sent a few servants to the vineyard to gather its fruits. The tenants, though, would have none of it, so they beat, killed, and stoned those servants. So the master, presuming that it might have been all a big misunderstanding and that the tenants would turn and repent, sent a few more servants to do the same. But the same happened to them. Surely they'll honor my son, said the master. And so what happened to the servants before the son happened to him, too? Let us kill so that we may have what is his as ours, the tenants said. But Jesus isn't really talking about vineyards today, is he? What he really cares about is his own people. We hear this Jesus story today in the way that he told it to the Jewish leaders. The Lord chose Israel to be his pleasant planting. He trusted them. He was faithful and provided for all Israel ever needed. But when the prophets were sent to gather the fruits of repentance, they were killed for it. So finally, the Lord sent his prophet son. And he would be killed too by those whose job it was to trust the Lord back and to tend and to keep for his people. This is a story about the past and about the future. It's about back then, but it will be soon about the now. Surely they will honor my son, said the master. And some did. The angels, the shepherds, the wise men, Anna, Simeon, the baptizer, children, prostitutes, and tax collectors, the blind, the paralytic, the leper, the hurt, the lonely, the unloved, the little, the last, the least, and the lost. They honored him. They trusted him back. 
but not the rulers of the people. As it happened to the prophets, it also happened to Jesus. The rulers took the master's son, arrested him, beat him, nailed him to a tree outside the city. They did not trust him. They did not love him back. But it was through the death of this son that the kingdom was given to you and to me. We are the kingdom, the other tenants, in Jesus' own words. The kingdom of God has been given to us, and we now produce its fruits. A gift that cost the life of the Son is now ours. The Lord trusts us with his kingdom. Trust him who has given us the vineyard to tend and keep and flourish. A vineyard that has been one with the blood of the Son. This is the trust the Lord of the harvest has in his workers. Would we abuse that trust or mistrust? Or we would dare to flourish in this divine and wonderful trust that the Lord has in you and in me? For how melancholy not to believe that all he ever wanted for us was to believe. Because we will stand approved because of our trust, writes one author. So everything here today is a mark of God's trust for you. The water in the font, the angels in the air, the words in Scripture, the bread, the wine, the Eucharist, the organ, the music, the incense, and the altar, the colors, the windows, your brother and your sister sitting behind you, in front of you, next to you, and even the silence, everything so God can hear you and you can hear God. All gifts for you and for me to tend and to keep. To continue with the plant analogy, we are the branches to the vine and the olive tree and the good wheat and the fruit-producing fig tree and the lilies having more splendor than that of Solomon in his glory. We're even the sweet-smelling frankincense and myrrh. All we need to do is to have faith and trust the size of a mustard seed. Let us trust him back and give God the fruits, the production, the results that he wants from us, from his beautifully made, wonderful, flourishing vineyard. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.